0: It's time for the Newsmax Daily. From Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. And, you know, for the first time in a long time, I really mean that just because I need to just chill. (laughs) I just need to chill, man. This has been an unbelievable week. Uh, Broadcast live from New York City, the uh, the studios of Newsmax for uh, three days, and uh, then took the red eye. red eye actually wasn't quite red. We flew out at nine forty five, and then throwing anyway. I got to bed about two thirty in the morning. Uh, Then I had to get up and write my television show because I do a TV show on Newsmax. I'm not meaning to complain because, dear God in heaven. I am not meaning to complain because I can't believe that I'm doing this for a living and I can't believe the outpouring of love that I got from people in uh, in uh, New York and just the good news about the show and how gigantic it's becoming It it is, uh, it is really overwhelming and, and I, and I kind of had a feeling, I kind of had a feeling guys and I think maybe you did too uh, as members of the show community, uh, people who listen to the show, in other words listeners is what they call them. Um, there's a spot in this uh, in this country right now in the noon to three time slot for a show that is uh, more than just a, um, an opinion show. And um, so uh, what I bring to the table, obviously, is a little bit more than that. We do uh, entertainment. We do information. You know, we do uh, comedy. We do some guests every once in a while. um, And we do a lot of the things that I brought to the Rush Limbaugh program. And I did bring them to the Rush Limbaugh program. Okay. I just want to mention that. Uh, I brought a lot of this stuff to Rush's show starting in 1989, started writing comedy for Rush. And I was always, always, always blessed and uh, grateful to do it. And I never asked for a lot of recognition. So that wasn't a part of it. But I know that there was a space in the noon to three time slot in talk radio for a show that's a little bit different uh, and that connects in a different way than uh, many other shows on the radio. So the, the word that I got and the ratings that I got and the, the information that I got were absolutely stunning. It was overwhelming, to be quite honest. And, and in a year that uh, started off with my mother dying, uh, it means so much that, uh, that this is happening. So just amazing. This' the second time I've been to New York City in my life. And, um, by the way, we're going to get into the bad economy, even though they see you know, the, the rosy uh, numbers yesterday on unemployment, but inflation is at a 39-year high. Jesse Smollett got a ton of stuff on that. Um, also, it, it is no longer okay to say that black people can't be racist in the United States. And I'm going to get into that here very shortly because I am just done with race. There's no such thing as reverse racism. There never has been reverse racism. Um, there is only racism, and I'm going to explain why very shortly and, of course, Uh, you guys can chime in but back to new york city i always said the biggest city i'd ever been to was chicago and i thought chicago was big and chicago was big but uh, chicago is a a small town compared to new york city new york city you you look down the street and the avenue and it goes as far as you can see high-rise buildings into the sky it is remarkable. And I went to a place near Central Park um, a couple nights ago for the, uh, for the annual holiday party, the Christmas party, and the Hanukkah party for uh, Newsmax. And we went to this place called the Oak Room near Central Park. And it was just, I've never seen so many people. I've never seen so many people in my life. And then, and then yesterday I was, I was getting ready to leave and I had a couple hours left and I'm, I'm at the, uh, the Newsmax studio. My wife said, Rob, unless you go down, unless you don't go down to Rockefeller Center, and see that christmas tree if you if you come back and you haven't done that while you're in new york especially only a couple blocks away i'm gonna kick your butt so i walked down to uh, radio city music hall past the nbc studios where i always fantasized about hosting a late night tv show and uh, i walked by them and then i got to rockefeller center and i looked and the crowds were thick and the joy was thick and i went on instagram and here's the thing and you know what All you have to do to say to those who hate America, all you have to do to all of these people who have dominated the the narrative in this country with regard to negativity about our history, about critical race theory, about Black Lives Matter, all you got to do is say no. All you got to do is say, hell no, I'm done with you, shut your damned mouth. I'm done with this. I'm done with the attack on America. I'm done with thinking America sucks and having people telling me America sucks. It's just ridiculous. So I go live on Instagram, and I'm here in Gotham. I'm here... Where Ghostbusters was filmed. I'm here where the Miracle on 34th Street was filmed. Uh, you know uh, where Elf was filmed and all this stuff. I'm here and I'm seeing people of all of what, colors and stripes and all sorts of creeds and everything. And you know, you think of New York and you think of our American cities. And yes, there are many things that are going to hell in a handbasket. We've got to get crime under control. But I was on instagram live and people were acknowledging and they saw this guy and you know it's fairly clear when you see me and particularly when i'm uh, I'm going live on instagram that i'm a performer of some type that i'm a broadcaster of some type and people were coming up and saying hey are you on instagram and i'd say yeah and they go merry christmas merry christmas so i decided to keep walking down the street on instagram and just telling people hey everybody i'm live on instagram say merry christmas say happy hanukkah and i got joy I got happy you know what I even got it from the police and every police officer in New York City that I saw I said officer thank you for what you do thank you for what you do it was amazing I was so energized and I could understand why people fall in love with that city but this isn't about New York this is about America and we have been told by the by the class of 1968 that it sucks and we have been told that it's racist. And, and by the way, with the Jesse Smollett, his, his hate crime that was fake. I want an apology. Joe Biden owes an apology to America. Kamala Harris owes an apology to America. Al Sharpton owes an apology to America. All of the Democrats owe an apology to America for the lousy things that they said and the lousy things that they inferred and the lousy things that they believed that weren't true about America and have never been true about America. And I drank it all in, man. I just drank it all in, and, and and part of it is Christmas too. Don't get me wrong. Part of it is the joy of Christmas, and I am unabashedly unafraid to say that i look at things with a sense of wonder that has never left me since i was a kid it never has and it never will and maybe that's growing up on a farm in iowa and maybe that's my first airplane ride my first jet ride was 21 flying into chicago and landing in chicago and seeing tall buildings that i had never seen before i know this sounds so very colloquial but that's never gone away I've never stopped saying wow. And you've got to start saying wow again. And you've got to tell the people who say, don't say wow, America sucks, to kiss the hell off. Don't associate with those people. Have nothing to do with those people. And then I decided I, 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 I hadn't eaten. And generally every day when I was in New York, I'd get to the studio at 6 o'clock in the morning for a noon show. I know it's ridiculous. And everybody thought I was just nuts. But I was also doing all sorts of appearances on newsbags, And so I wouldn't eat until 5 or 6 at night. So I decide I'm going to try some street food. And I got, I walked up to the street cart and they had the you know, world's greatest hot dog. Everybody's serving the world's greatest hot dog. And I knew what I wanted. I wanted a natural casing New York hot dog. It had to have the snap, but the same way with Chicago dogs. You got to have the snap. So I walked up to this gentleman, and and no matter, by by the way, whether they were uh, Middle Eastern or whatever, they say Merry Christmas. And I took that dog, and I took a picture of course, and I made myself look like a complete tourist, and I bit that dog, and I went, God dang it, I've waited 50 some years to have this hot dog, and by God, it's fantastic. Now I will say it's not quite as good as a Chicago dog with the sport peppers and the onions and the poppy seed roll. I'll just tell you, hey, not quite to a- Shh! Don't tell anybody. And I drank it all in, and I walked down the street, and you couldn't wipe the smile off my face because I know this country is great, and I always have, and even in Gotham, where everything is supposedly so black and horrible and terrible, there was joy. I'm a big Christmas guy, I'm a bigger Thanksgiving guy, but this year I'm kinda going towards Christmas again. And Hanukkah, let's do Hanukkah, I don't care Hanukkah. And I just am not gonna listen to the negative anymore. I'm gonna talk about it, I'm gonna share it. But all we have to do is say no. All we have to do is say no to haters. All we have to do is say no to those who say that your daughter needs to compete with boys and get her rear end handed to her. All you have to say is no to those who call the country racist and sexist and homophobic. All you have to do is say no to those who would say our founding is awful. All you have to do is say no and then say Merry Christmas and then say Happy Hanukkah. I'm a little wired today. I don't know if you do that. But we've got a lot of things to feel good about, and I'm going to focus on them, and to hell with the negatives, to hell with the naysayers, to hell with the left, to hell with liberals who want to make you feel miserable. Merry Christmas and happy Hanukkah. You know my opening monologue reminded me of the closing monologue of the movie Scrooge which I absolutely love. Then
1: you then it can happen. Then the miracle can happen to you. It's not just the poor and the hungry. It's it's everybody who's got to have this miracle and it can happen tonight for all of you. If you believe in this spirit thing, you, you the miracle will happen and then you'll want it to happen again tomorrow. You won't be one of these bastards who says Christmas is once a year and it's a... It really sounds
0: like my opening monologue, doesn't it? <laughs> I love that movie. There are a lot of movies that I uh, that I love uh, around uh, Christmas and uh, that's just one of them. So let's move on to uh, to the news du jour, if you will, the news du jour. And it's not all good. Yesterday, I thought the drudge reported the mainstream media were going to wet themselves with regard to uh, what this lowest uh, unemployment uh, people apply for unemployment since 1969 or whatever. And it's pretty easy to explain. People are um, not going back to work, and people are staying at jobs because employers desperately need them to stay at jobs. And um, also, if you uh, spend a year with businesses completely closed up and you suddenly open them, um, people will go there and they'll get employed and they will buy stuff. There you go. Write that down. If you open your business, people will get employed and buy stuff. Quote Rob Carson on that one. I wanted to make it very simple so even Democrats can understand Oh, and by the way, here's, here's yesterday. This is Jim Cramer on CNBC. I don't know if you do this, but uh, the Biden administration, after uh, Dana Melbank went on news last week and, and and whined, "All the coverage we're getting is negative. <laughs> we're getting worse coverage than the Trump administration. No, you're not, you idiot. Four years of brutal beatings and two faux impeachments that isn't being treated worse what the media is doing for joe biden is not treat, being treated worse than than what happened to donald trump give me a freaking break you cry baby little snowflake but still, the Biden administration set out three minions to approach the media and say, hey, you know what? No, the media, uh, you guys got to start giving us some positive press or we'll kill you. What? I'm What? Suff- no, no. Just uh, no, there there will be no censorship. But we certainly wouldn't stick any federal agencies like the IRS or, uh, you know, like they we did on the five hundred one c 3 for conservatives. We certainly wouldn't, uh, I don't know, stick the FBI on your company, you know, like we did with uh, parents who disagree with CRT, you know. No, we wouldn't. We certainly wouldn't do that. But, hey, uh, some positive coverage would be great okay all right here's jim kramer yesterday uh just i mean just almost turgid with excitement for the biden economy to me we have the strongest economy perhaps i have ever seen number this morning unemployment is the best in years it's not best in 69 we have all spotted the endless help wanted sign <laughs> please don't check the irs on me <laughs> the housing and apartment shortages the tremendous demand for goods and services a marvel to behold Oh, people are confident about their jobs. I say fantastic. And the ability to even get better ones if they want to. They're spending more than I've ever seen, but they're doing it with cash, not on credit. They're doing so in a roaring 20s. Stop. (laughs) My name is Jim Cramer. I am so in the bag with the Biden administration because eventually I want a job there. Okay. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. you ready? Inflation is soaring and uh, prices are spiking at uh, 6.8% the most in 39 years. So you know all that uh, good news about having jobs. Well, you got to have a freaking job if you want to pay the higher prices that you're paying. And by the way, and you've got empty storefronts. And by the way, you've got empty shelves. And if you want to buy a steak, it costs twice as much. And it costs a dollar twenty-five more per gallon minimum to fill your car. But don't worry, Don Lemon yesterday said that's dropped five cents. That's the lowest since October. You should be thrilled about it. You should be thrilled about it. Now I think we saw this at another time in our history, didn't we? And I believe that was the Carter administration. Yeah. Here's my comedian friend, Jim Gossett, with Welcome Back, Carter, for this administration.
1: Welcome back to Jimmy Carter 2.0. Welcome back. He's the same bad press, but his name is Joe. Well, the names have all changed since Jim was around but the swamp that remains can't be turned around oh, no. Joe's killing off the nation, killing <laughs> off the nation Say hello to, stagflation, hey, hello to stagflation, Yeah, we tease him a lot, cause brain cells he ain't got welcome back i up there Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It cost an arm to fill your car. And a leg. Welcome back. Your paycheck's the same and it don't go far. Joe pulled all the troops from Afghanistan. Oh, well, there was that. Everything is screwed up. I guess that's his plan. He's an Obama puppet. Obama puppet. let go tell him to stop tell it. Tell him to stop, stop it. Worst in history. That's why we chant FJB. Welcome back. Sing it along. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, you, you, you got the vaccination, welcome back, welcome you, you know, back, or, 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 or the mom and dad, or, 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 back, or, 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 or the neighbor, back, or when you go to church, back, or
2: when you're. Back, no, I, I,
0: I really meant. Uh, by the way, a, a latest uh, NPR Merist poll published on Thursday, and they're the giant suck. You know, this what they do to Joe Biden, the NPR. Uh, suck up to them is what I'm trying to say. Looks like 61% of Americans say the country is moving in the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more than 6 to 10 Americans reported receiving the one-time payment of $1,400 uh, this year, but only a quarter of those said it helped. Most said it only helped a little bit. Then, of course, there's a 59% of eligible households that received the child tax credit, far fewer than uh, what the government says it, it received. But of course, uh, the Joe Biden administration is saying what we need to do, honestly, uh, the, the challenge of prices underscores the importance that Congress move without delay to pass my Build Back Better plan, which lowers how much families uh, pay for health care, prescription drugs. Blah, blah. All right. Most Americans, over 60%, don't want Build Back Better. They do not want it. It's not necessary. They realize the folly of it, and they also realize what it's going to do to our children. It's also going to do to our prices, also going to do to our currency. And they also know that the Democrat Party has been promising things to forever, 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 and never never fulfilling them. They always go back to the Rooseveltian model. All Build Back Better, uh, well, Build Back Better is uh, social engineering and changing the country into a socialist utopia. The infrastructure package was, uh, was the WPA. The infrastructure package was creating uh, work, not jobs, just like FDR did. And they always this is it, this is all they have. This is all they have. They always go back to it, It never works. Yeah, I mean, what about the 800 billion dollars or 900 billion dollars in the Biden or the, uh, the <laughs> they might as well the, uh, the Obama administration. What about that? 787 billion dollars infrastructure not a damn dime nothing showed up no roads got fixed and joe biden has been in washington dc for 50 years and all of the problems that were there when he got there are still there and the democrat party keeps reinvesting in the past and americans are saying no rage against the machine oh by the way uh, they've uh, renamed uh, build back better to build a better america well, I think I mentioned this yesterday. Yeah. So the uh, revamped messaging is intended to express Biden's uh, ability to forge partisan consensus. Bull crap. They, their idea of partisan consensus is getting one uh, Republican vote, one sellout Republican vote, or maybe 10 or 12 or 13 sellout Republican votes, and prove that our democracy could deliver big wins. Big wins, everybody. Big wins. Now, I just got this, actually, because Joe Biden, you saw him, uh, what was it, yesterday, the day before? He was at the, uh, in Kansas City, and I'm glad I was not in Kansas City, you know. The day he was there, I was in New York City. And uh, he he was led by a blind man to his spot where he fumbled and mumbled through uh, an announcement, and he said that you got to pay your fair share when it comes to the price of gas. <laughs> Well, apparently these are some of the concepts of changing um, the name of Build Back Better that were scribbled on his note card. And I'm going to read these real quick here. I'm just going to read it as as I see it here. It says here, <clears throat> number one is, America is better when it's built back. Uh, better. Another one here, and the handwriting's a little because he's kind of shaky. Uh, if you're going to build America back, then do it better. Said that. Um, let me see. Oh, uh, he said, my name is Joe Biden, and I approve this better builder thingy Uh, another one here hold on a second let me it's kind of on the bottom of the page build back because we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men created you know the thing and then oh here's another one um we need to focus on building back say is that an ice cream truck so uh, those are just some notes i saw from the, uh, the president. Uh, and just here, a couple of things. Just to show you, just to show you that we are raging against the machine. Uh, support for Joe Biden among small business owners plummeting. Just 34% of small business owners say they approve of the job he's doing. 20% of Capitol Hill uh, staffers think Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer should remain leaders of the party. The most of America feels the same way. The majority of uh, voters do not think Vice President Kamala Harris has the, uh, what it takes to hold the nation's highest office if she had to assume the presidency. Only 40% of voters think Harris has the traits necessary to become leader of the free world, including 23% who view her as very unqualified. 57% view her unfavorable. So, uh, you know, we're building back. You know, uh, New York's got a new governor or a new uh, mayor. And he says he's going to bring back uh, these uh, foot patrols in New York, uh, despite the, uh, the protestations of Black Lives Matter. So that's, that's a positive. Oh, I've got to tell you something that's really funny. Uh, pot is legal in New York, and you smell it every way. So, same way with, with D.C. And, you know, it, it's, a, it's, it's a little much. It's a little much. And all of the little cute stores, wherever you go, there's the little convenience stores, you know. And every one of them, it's like a head shop. When I was a little boy in like the uh, you know seventies, there were these uh, in the old market all on Nebraska. There were head shops, and it was just bongs, class pipes, bongs, you know, whatever. And every store has them now. And I'm outside of my hotel last night waiting for a uh, a cabin. this guy blazes up a gigantic a uh, doobie, and it is it looked like the Fox Christmas tree. I mean, it was that big a flame on that thing. And all of a sudden, it's in my face. And I'm like, I could have had, if I would have stood there contact high, seriously. Serious, it was that thick. I smelled like it. When I got in the cab, I smelled like I'd, I'd smoked some. So this big bouncer comes out of the hotel and says, You got to take that down the street. I can't be having this coming to my hotel. And the guy's like, "Oh, hey, no problem, no problem, no problem." And I talked to him, and I and I just said to the guy, I, I, "Whatever you want to smoke weed, I don't care." And he I, he looked professional and everything. And I said, "Yeah, you know, you know, whatever." And and he, and he says, "Well, I actually sell um, uh, cannabis products and whatnot." And he said, "Okay, well, whatever." And we got a, a brief conversation, and um, he seemed very together and all of that stuff. But he, you know, he just chose to get high by the hotel. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just not a big, uh, you know, pot guy. Oh, and I do also want to mention, before I jump into the Jesse Smollett thing, and, you know, normally when you, uh, you work for a broadcast operation, you don't want to mention your competition. We have it drilled in from David. Do not mention the competition because they'll turn the radio over there. Yeah, no, they won't. No, they won't. So when the Fox News Christmas tree was burned down by the homeless guy, and I think that he actually climbed up trying to smoke it, to be quite honest. Quite honest but I was there. I mean, I wasn't there at the the Christmas tree. It was just down the block. And I want to say to my brothers and sisters at Fox News, and I compete with you at Newsmax, and by the way, thank you for all the uh, the inquiries and, and the, the, the looks on LinkedIn. I, I can tell Fox News is watching Rob Carson's LinkedIn page. It's kind of funny. Um, I felt terrible for them because it can be really scary when you look out your window, and you see your Christmas tree on fire, and you are under attack from the left all the time as a conservative journalist, and it's, it happens to them, it happens to me, it happens to Newsmax journalists, we get, we get to all sorts of threats, we get all sorts of negativity, we get taken down on social media, so I could see where some of the folks at Fox News would see that as terribly intimidating, and they should feel that way. But I was also in New York two days later, when they rebuilt that thing, they put it back up and had a couple thousand people come out. And I thought that was cool. It didn't surprise me, but I thought it was pretty cool. Again, going back to my opening monologue. It's still there. It's still within all of us, okay? America doesn't suck. Most people think America doesn't suck. Most people think it's amazing. Most people support the police and law enforcement and firefighters and our military. Most people are not ashamed of our founding. Most people are very, very proud of it. And most people stand on almost 99.9% stand during the anthem at a football game. And when the Jets fly over, they shed a tear. Ah! All right, so here's the deal. This is the deal right here. This one right here. Pay attention. I'm going to tell you the deal. Jesse Smollett, Smollett, whatever the heck his name is, who nobody knew, uh, nobody knew, has been found guilty on five of six charges with regard to a fake hate crime. And by the way, most of the hate crimes in America that are happening today are all fake. Generally, all of them are fake. Usually on universities, they are absolutely fake. For instance, the University of Missouri a couple years ago, there was this uh, this big outcry that uh, this guy had uh, his racial epithets had been yelled at him, and his father is actually he's a black. but his father's like a Union Pacific uh, executive worth millions and millions of dollars, and he made the whole damn thing up. And then another kid on the same campus uh, said that somebody wrote a, a, a feces swastika on their door. All of it fake. Why is it fake? Because we have a generation of millennials who've never had a civil rights struggle, who've never had a war particularly, and they feel like they need to make themselves victims. They feel like they need to make themselves culturally relevant. And that's what this story is all about. Six counts of disorderly conduct on accusations. He lied to police January 2019. He was convicted of five of six. Dan Webb, the special prosecutor, said after the verdict that Smollett had created a ridiculous story, adding for Mr. Smollett to get up and lie for for hours and hours, that really compounded his misconduct. He reminded journalists that the police probe into the fake attack involved 26 cops who spent 3,000 hours and $100,000 trying to help Smollett. Bubba Wallace, anybody? What about Bubba Wallace? Bubba Wallace, successful race car driver, African American, and and he sees a loop on a rope to pull down a garage door and immediately says, It's a noose! Effectively saying to his pit crew, effectively saying to all of the fans of NASCAR that they're all racist and would have the potential to hang a noose as a threat to him. Smollett, of course, has uh, maintained his innocence throughout. Here is his uh, defense attorney yesterday uh, coming out and speaking in, in the most ridiculous tones. Nothing's going to happen with an appeal. Nothing will happen because it's plain to see it was a gigantic, stinking lie.
2: Okay. Um, obviously, we... Uh, and
0: you should be ashamed.
2: Uh, we've heard the uh, jury's verdict. Uh, we
3: respect the judiciary. We respect the uh, trial by jury process, so we're not going to criticize that. We're obviously very disappointed. Uh, we obviously respectfully disagree with the jury's verdict. The verdict is inconsistent. Uh, you cannot say Justice is lying, and Justice is not lying for the same exact uh, incidents. So we feel 100% confident that this case will be uh, won on appeal.
0: What part of getting your law degree was filling your head with crap?
3: Unfortunately, that's not the route we wanted, uh, but sometimes that's the route uh, that you have to take. All right,
0: I'm gonna get into the lie, and if you think the lie you know, is just kind of meh, not a big deal, it really was a big deal, and he owes America, and the left owes America, and Trump supporters, an apology. We won't get it, but that's coming up. Hey guys, it's Carson for ExpressVPN. You know, if the FBI is going after school board members for speaking out online and at meetings, do you think that maybe they might be looking at you too? Incognito mode does not hide your activity online. By the way, okay. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you ever visited. That's why, even when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. Hillary Clinton wishes she had this. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption. Possible. Protect your online activity with the VPN rated number one by CNET, and visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com/newsmax, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. This is important. Your privacy is more important than ever. Again, that's expressvpn.com/newsmax. Expressvpn.com/newsmax to learn more. Yeah. This is just so funny. It's not a big surprise. Don Lemon literally threw Jesse Smellett uh, to the wolves by branding him as a liar. This is just so funny. He had uh, legal analyst Joey Jackson on yesterday, and they were talking. Did did he do the same thing to Chris uh, to Chris Cuomo? I haven't heard anything. Remember on the sh- on the show every night it was I love you, buddy. You're my buddy, buddy. I love you. I love you. You know, people in broadcasting generally, when you work in the same building and you're you know you're co-hosts, particularly in television, and they you say I love you and I love you too. And it's a bunch of crap. I mean, it really is just a bunch of a bunch of crap because in broadcasting, once you lose your job, uh, nobody calls you. <laughs> I'll just I'll just tell you. Now, you think about what happened yesterday in court, five out of six counts, found guilty. He lied. It was a big lie from the very beginning. It was very obvious. Um, Within three weeks, uh, charges were filed against this guy. I guess this happened before this, but listen to this. And I don't know what the name of the syndrome is for this, this victimhood syndrome, where you create a um, a hate crime for some sort of attention, but it's very, very common. It's very common. It happens on university campuses. And it happens hundreds and hundreds of times uh, pretty much every year around the country where there's just a fake crime, a fake robbery, a fake hate crime, and it it garners attention. It's like Munchausen by proxy. Munchausen by proxy is when mothers intentionally make their children ill or kill them for the attention. So it's kind of, it's real, and I was doing some research. It's very similar to that. This man is mentally ill, and he also needs to go to jail for this. I'm not joking around. He needs to go to jail for this. Listen to how well he lies through this interview. Why do you think you were targeted?
2: I can just assume. I mean, I come really, really hard against 45
0: Okay, so I don't know if that's the best way to put it. He said, I come really hard against 45, which means he really hates Donald Trump. Is, is he? So he's saying that he, because he has said that he dislikes Donald Trump, that Trump supporters came after him and committed a hate crime.
2: I come really, really hard against his administration. And I don't hold my tongue.
1: Yes. I want to ask you about Jesse Smollett. I think that's horrible. Uh... It doesn't get worse, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Were you aware that he made that statement?
2: I saw it. I don't know what to say to that. You know? Um,
0: Listen to this. He's weaving a lie without emotion. He's like Hannibal Lecter. His, His heart rate never goes above 60 beats.
2: You know, I appreciate him not brushing over it.
0: And there is no doubt in your mind. And she's, of course, willing to go along because she believes in her heart and wants to reinforce the narrative that America is racist, that America would uh, would, uh, create such a... uh, 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 Think about that. The narrative was that two white guys approached him in the middle of the night as he went to Subway, splashed him with bleach, said this is MAGA country, and tied a noose around his neck. It was a joke from day one. Yet this woman, Robin Roberts, and others were down with it. They were down with it. That narrative does not exist anywhere in America, but they were ready to perpetuate it. What motivated this attack? I could only go off of their words. What were their words? Jussie or Jussie or whatever.
2: I mean, who says empire, this MAGA country?
0: This is MAGA country? Oh, sure.
2: (laughs) Ties a noose around your neck. Ties it, this is, listen to this. And pours bleach on you. And this is just a friendly fight. I will never be the man that this did not happen to. Mm. I am forever changed. And I don't subscribe to the idea that everything happens
0: for Did he get an Emmy for that? I mean, did he get an That's I mean, that's really good. That's, that's really, really good. The headline, Justice for Jesse, Joe Biden, Kabbalah Harris, and the cream of woke America are slammed for their deafening silence after Jesse Smollett's conviction having first branded it a modern-day lynching. And this is the meat and potatoes. A modern day lynching. That's what Kamala Harris said of this. Kamala Harris owes America a stinking apology. President Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris and a host of other liberal celebrities faced questions over their tweets backing Smollett on the same day as the alleged jury January 2019 attack. And he was convicted of faking on Thursday, hours after the stage beating. The then a presidential hopeful tweeted what happened today to Jesse Smollett must never be tolerated in this country. We must stand up and demand that we no longer give this hate safe harbor that homophobia and racism have no place on our streets. Streets and in our hearts, we are with you, Jesse. Meanwhile, Kamala Harris, who was then a California senator and presidential candidate, shared her own simpering tweet of the day. Jesse Smollett is the kindest, most gentle human beings I know. I'm praying for his quick recovery. This is an attempted modern-day lynching. No one should have to fear for their life because of their sexuality or color of their skin. We must confront their hate. You see, the left has to has to fake hate crimes like this. Meanwhile, if we say something against Black Lives Matter, we don't need to fake damage and say it was caused by Black Lives Matter. We don't need to fake attacks by Black Lives Matter. We don't need to take injuries because of, of, of Black Lives Matter. We don't need to fake it and say, yeah, Black Lives Matter came in and burned down my business. Yeah, Black Lives Matter... Purled a frozen water bottle at my wife's uh, head. She's a police officer. We don't need to because that's what they do. The left does it. We don't need to fake it. We don't need to fake it. I want to have some fun with this because I want to play what Dave Chappelle said about this from day one. Because see I'm a white guy so immediately if I say this is fake it's suspect because I'm a racist and I'm a white supremacist <laughs> Uh, but Dave Chappelle has it. here. Here's, uh, by the way, uh, AOC, when this happened, said there is no such thing as racially charged. This attack was not possibly homophobic. It was a racist and homophobic tap. Rashida Talib says, Talib said, if you don't like what's happening to our country, then work to change it. It's no one's job to water down or sugarcoat the rise of hate crimes. Uh, usually those are black on Asian, by the way. In fact, most of them are. Thought you should know. But these people owe America. They owe Trump supporters. They owe you and me. And if you're a Trump supporter, black, white, whatever color you are, they owe us a damned apology. I know we won't get it, but they owe it to us. And we need to do everything we can to shame them, and Dave Chappelle's going to do that. Dave Chappelle targets white people all the time. White guys particularly. I don't care. I'm actually kind of honored that he would do that. And I could take a joke. But during his uh, Sticks and Stones special, which came out in 2019, he immediately got that Jesse Smollett... Uh, the hate crime was a joke. One night, he was in Chicago
4: late at night, and was the victim... (laughs) (laughs) He was the victim of a a racist and homophobic attack. You see, Juicy Smouye is (laughs) gay and he is black. Not just French. <laughs> oh, it was a crazy story. Oh, yeah. Apparently, uh, when he was walking down the street late at night, two white men came out of the shadows yeah. uh, with MAGA hats on beat him up. <laughs> Tied a rope around his neck, called him all kinds of n****s and, and put some bleach on him and ran off into the night. This shit was like international news. And everybody was furious, especially in Hollywood. It's all over everybody's Twitter feed and Instagram page. Justice for Juicy and all this shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the whole
4: country was up in arms.
0: We have my favorite caller ever in the history of mankind, Barbara in Baltimore. Merry Christmas, Barbara. Hi,
4: Merry Christmas. <laughs> I
3: am cracking up. You know, Jesse Smollett... Marlette, or whatever, <laughs> is a pathological liar. Oh, yeah. And Dave Chappelle really nailed it. But when this first happened, it just seemed so strange. And, you know, you were talking about how, uh, as conservatives, we don't have to fake being attacked. No. Because we get attacked. And with me, or for me, uh, my kids are my biggest attackers, you know, because I've got <sighs> kids in their 30s. So they're like, yeah, well, what do you think about that now? What do you think about Donald Trump now? And I, I said from the beginning, I said that's a lie because that's not how conservatives behave.
0: Yeah, yeah, Barbara. What no, they but they but they your kids are willing to they are willing to think the worst. That's the thing. And every time every to think but,
3: the worst.
0: Yep, and they're always going to be and they're always going to be wrong, Barbara. They're always going to be wrong.
3: And now nobody wants to talk about it. See, nobody wants to talk about what's happening now. Nobody wants to talk about how terrible Joe Biden is. I thought it was so funny the man read uh, at the end of a speech, the end of speech, well, or the end of the memo.
1: <laughs>
0: yes, that's about what he said. He said, it, he said it at Bob Doe's funeral. I don't. <laughs> <clears throat> he said something like, end, end of sentence. He read the notes. He read the, the cue. And and we're fortunate, Barbara, he didn't say, "In speech, go sit down in silence.
3: <laughs> you know? <laughs> We're in trouble. We're in trouble. You had a great show all week. I I I was patient. I wanted to hear everything because I can only call you once oh. a week. So I wanted to hear everything I could and then call you. You nailed it all week long. I'm just so uh, you had uh, tell uh, Joe Pinion when you when you I know oh. you see him on the Newsmax. Newsmax has got some great guys. Joe Pinion, I've seen him on Varney and Co. He's all over the place yeah. with his really good opinions, and yeah. uh, I really like him and. Uh, bell love them. I I appreciate you bringing those guys on for the, yeah. the WCBM audience because a lot of people only hear the radio during the day
0: yeah you know it was interesting i had I, joe and i we really hit it off i mean immediately immediately when i got there and we hung out for hours and hours we had a couple of drinks with the uh actually i only had one because i was being good uh, at the at the holiday party and joe this guy is um I, I mean i do 10 hours of show prep for a three-hour show and when i talked to him on the air yesterday i uh, off the air I said how the hell do you know that and i don't know it and everybody at the building says because he he knows everything he does know everything i hope he gets his own show because he is well, fantastic he
3: really hard he oh my gosh really hard and that, and i love it because i mean he, you know he doesn't pull any punches he just calls it the way it is just like you do um, I, I just love you, man. And you know what so he told cool
0: me? He convenient. said he, he said I was glad to uh, just talk to you. At, you know, you're a white guy. I'm a black guy, and I, that's why I told him on the air yesterday. I said I want to bring something up here, and it's not just because you're a black guy. I want to know what you think about Black Lives Matter. And, and I said, so listen, you know, just in case you want to know, if there's anything you want to ask me about HGTV or something, because I'm a white guy, you're cool. And he cracked. Uh. I heard it. I heard it. He's on point. He's on point. Oh, my God. Time,
3: but so are you, and, and, and you're the heart. You speak to the heart of conservatives. I appreciate you so much. And, uh, of course, I'm following you on uh, Getter, and I yeah, just love lovely. what you posted about uh, Chris Christie because yes. I can't stand Chris Christie. And I'm like, how many people like him?
0: Now, you know, Chris Christie sold, sold 2,000 books.
3: And that's all he will probably sell. I want to know who the dumb two thousand people are. It's just well, I can't yeah. stand him and Mitch McConnell.
0: Oh boy, it's Mitch McConnell. And here's him, Barbara. Them- here's what I'm gonna tell you before we before we go. What I'm taking into this holiday season and will take from this holiday season is a spirit of optimism. And after going to New York and meeting people in the heart of Gotham, I know that only the naysayers, there's a very small group of people in this country who say it's terrible, but it's not. The heart of America is still there, whether it be the guy, uh, the Uber driver named Ali that I, I rode with for 20 minutes and got to know his entire freaking life story, I swear, to uh, yeah. the, you know, the, the guy who's the uh, the doorman at the hotel Uh, The heart of America is still there. People are not turned off by one another. People are willing to help if you ask for directions. People will not just stand by as people get beat up. Uh, It is not that. America is still what it always has been, Barbara. And and more so than ever, I say to you, God bless you and Merry Christmas, my dear. Thank you and Merry Christmas
3: and God bless.
0: Thanks for listening today. Please share with others. Make sure to check out my show on Newsmax, which is called Rob Carson's What in the World. If you go to NewsmaxTV.com, you can see the archive if you missed last week's episode. In the meantime, God bless you. God bless our military. God bless our police. Remember, Ashley Babbitt, and above all, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.